What up, Mashers? This is the last episode of the Masturbation Podcast. I'm gonna, I have to change the name soon just to some shit, but I'll explain it on this podcast. But I love you guys for listening, and I'm going to chat with my guy, Will, here. All right, Will, you there? Yeah, I'm here. All right, dude, we're, we're fucking live now. And this is the last right. episode of the Masturbation Podcast. Wow, dude, I am honored. Right, dude. I uh, I just I fucking got to a point. I I got past or not past, but there was three people I really wanted to fucking interview, and they were all down and and they passed because of the name. And I'm not gonna name them because I'm still gonna get them on the show. And I'm just gonna I'm changing the name. I already got a dope ass name. I'm gonna announce it soon. But oh, man. I mean, it is a ridiculous name. I know, but it's like, it's funny. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it, it, it's 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 a funny name. And, and um, but I mean, I get I some sponsors. I can see. Sorry, go ahead. My some sponsors definitely turned me down too, and I'm like, fuck. So I had a long sit down with myself, and I was like, fuck, we gotta change the name. If I, I mean, if I really want to do anything with it, right? Yeah, I mean, I can see that. Like, I can see, you know, like larger breweries, especially or larger companies, you know, not wanting to be affiliated with a podcast with the name Masturbation. Yeah, but <laughs> everyone fucking <laughs> masturbates. Oh my god! But I get it. I get it. In yeah, I mean, it's it, yeah, yeah. I mean, I don't like. Someone was already commenting. They're like, "What a bunch of fucking snowflakes!" And I was like, "Well, not really. It's." I mean, yeah, I mean, I get it. It, it is, uh, it's just change. Change is cool though, right? Yeah, man. I mean, I think that it's going to be good. Like uh, whatever your new name is, do you, do you want to break the name on this podcast or are you keeping um, it under wraps for now? I'll, I'll do it at the end of the show. Remind me before we get off of this fucker. I, cause I already have merch coming too. Oh, sweet. Yes. Yeah, so okay, I'm, cool. I'm going all fucking in and I'm pretty, I'm actually pretty excited about it and, the name came to me today, and I was like, "Okay, I'll change it." Because it, it, it oh, means, sweet, so that's perfect. Um, but dude, let's fucking let's talk about Will Perry, dude. What's uh, what's going on in your world, Brew World, False Idol? Uh, I mean, honestly, a lot. It's it, yeah. What's it up with the like second shift? Well, okay, so it's it's kind of never a dull moment. Um, but the second shift thing is kind of a uh, a layered answer. So I guess I'll just give you the rundown. So we acquired this new glycol chiller about six months ago, and it's a sweet glycol chiller. You know, we were on a five-ton before. This is a dual-compressor 12-ton chiller. Uh, and we were kind of operating at the upper end of the capacity of the five-ton. And so getting this new chiller is going to allow us to add some tanks and, and you know, have the tanks crash quicker and more consistently and you know the the chiller is not going to be struggling to keep up for you know for lack of better words and um so we we got this new chiller and a big part of it is that our current chiller was inside well sorry our old chiller we're, we're transitioned over now but our new chiller is outside so you know we had to drill holes through the wall and you know we had to get electrical run outside and plumb everything in and then that happened this past weekend. Um, you know, we kind of been putting it off because we were just balls to the wall with production, you know, the latter part of last year. 
and uh, we you know we couldn't really afford to have no glycol from Friday to Monday because right. that would mean you know you got <laughs> we we'd have to plan accordingly for like fermentations to not go haywire, and you know we couldn't be packaging on Monday or Tuesday or honestly Wednesday. Um, we had hoped to pack it today, but you know it didn't pan out. We're we're, we're good to go tomorrow. Um, but you know, with how tight our our, our production is or has been, um, we, you know, we, we struggled to find a window, and so we waited until now when you know things kind of slowed down a little bit. You know, the annual slowdown at the beginning of the year. So we did it last weekend, and I thought everything went pretty smooth. Uh, I guess my portion of the install, you know, the plumbing, you know, all worked good. They got is, you plumbing. Yeah, yeah. I ran. I, ran the, I mean, I ran the glycol for the whole brewery, and so Fuck I, yeah, dude. I ran the glycol for the expansion, and um, uh, yeah, all my shit held up good, which is nice to see. But then I had issues with the glycol chiller, and like we had some other things. We had to call a company to come look at it and fix it. And anyway, is, is it one of those? Com- is it one of those companies that's basically like fucking fifteen hundred dollars for just to have someone come out? Yeah, I mean, I don't think it's that bad, but it's never cheap when they show up. Oh, like the guy was here for like two man. hours, and I don't, I don't even know what the bill is, but it's, it's not going to be under three hundred. <laughs> you know, we need some jobs like that, dude. It's just like when people call us, like it's already a fucking thousand dollar bill to get us to go somewhere. Oh yeah, dude. I mean, like I could do some plumbing, like I could do brewery plumbing, but like if I can figure out how to be a master plumber, dude, I, those guys make like six figures, I think. Oh like, yeah, kill it, dude! That South Park episode nailed it. Have you seen that about the handyman? No. It's basically I should see it. No, it's basically saying like, you know, handymen are going to be the new millionaires, and because no one knows how to do anything anymore, like no one knows how to you know plumb or, or fix a cabinet or like, just handymen are going to be millionaires, and it, oh and yeah, obvi- obviously yeah. South Park does their spin on it, and it's and it's fucking accurate and hilarious. They're, yeah, those guys are so awesome. They're so funny and they're so spot on with so much of what they do. Has South Park I mean, done a brewery thing at all? Um, I mean, they're Colorado guys, so it would totally make sense. But I don't know that they have. I feel like I would have heard about it if they had. I wonder if they've they riffed need, on a brewery at all. They need to. I mean, they did a whole episode about Casa Bonita, and oh, now yeah. those dudes, <laughs> now those guys, I think they own the restaurant now. Oh, really? Yeah, I think they bought it and like I think they shut it down for a while and like redid a bunch of stuff and now they have like really high end chefs, not high end, but like legit chefs in there and the food's gonna be like a whole lot less trashy. <laughs> I don't know. That's what I heard. <laughs> I mean the, Casa Bonita, aside from the soba Pia's, was known for just having horrendous tech specs. Sure. Um, but supposedly their food is supposed to be like pretty good now. World but I don't know. I haven't now. been huh. since they changed everything over, but but I don't know. But yeah, no, you got a good point. I mean, it's it's one of those like recession-proof jobs. You know, if you're a handyman or a plumber or an electrician, like there's so many things that people can't do on their own. Like they got to pay somebody ass loads of money to come do it. Right. That's and why it's, you, it's like. That's why you never buy a house. You always rent. Wow. I'm <laughs> just kidding. I'm just kidding. Yeah. I mean, there's, <laughs> there's perks to that for sure. Um. But well, no, I saw, yeah, I sidetracked you from your. Uh, Glycol, sorry. Or were you done yeah, with I don't that want, story? I, I, I don't want to bore you too much with all that. Anyways, I say all that to say 
we're working through balancing the glycol system this week. Um, it's not been quite as smooth as expected or as we hoped. Um, so anyways, we're back on track now. And because we're going to Austin this weekend for like a big uh, craft brewers guild event, um, you know, we're trying to head out Friday. So we're trying to cram everything in. So we double batch yesterday and we double batch today and we're brewing again tomorrow. And, um, we're, so we're, pa- and we're also packaging tomorrow and Friday morning and then we're going to hit the road and go party in Austin. Yeah. Have a great uh, weekend. Is it like your the state guild, like the big fest or what is it? Um, well, it's like the, um, they call it the annual meetup, which is a very lackluster name, I think, but, <laughs> yeah. um, <laughs> why couldn't they get a cool name? I don't know, man. Cool, I don't know. Cool names are getting canceled anymore, dude. Yeah. seems like it, right? <laughs> well, <laughs> it is here at least, but anyways, um, you know, it's like the big thing. It's like a mini little conviction floor and there's like lectures and then there's, um, a couple of years ago, they started doing the Texas Craft Brewers Cup, which is a statewide competition with breweries. And, you know, in Texas, we got like 460 or 400 and something breweries across the state. So it's a fairly sizable competition. And, you know, it's kind of local bragging rights, you know, for lack of better words. And it's fun. You know, you see a lot of your friends up there winning awards and all that stuff. So um, that's that's saturday night so we're going down for that and um and yeah um we're really excited i'm very excited it's a whole lot of fun i love getting to austin it's such a fun town there's so much great beer and so many great restaurants and fun stuff to do so um yeah you've been on the um, the go dude you go 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 oh my god yeah i mean i had last weekend off which is great yeah oh um I'm on. The, I'm hitting my peak of off time. I had the fest, then I had frost fest, then I had Phoenix, and I need like a probably like a six month sober spree. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I'm kind of feeling that too, which is why I've been kind of taking it pretty easy during the week. Do you drink every um, day? Uh, yeah, I mean, if I'm at work, yeah. You drink, like, you I'm, at least drink a beer every day. Yeah, well, I mean, I don't drink 12 ounces of one thing, but yeah, I, I definitely drink more than one beer equivalent. Okay. Because um, I'll like run over to the top wall and we'll grab like four or five ounces of something. Just make um, sure it's I tasting mean, good. I mean, it's that. And it's also just like it's there and I'm there and I'm tired. <laughs> and like, <laughs> I don't know. There's there's a million excuses, but yeah. Um, no, you don't need an excuse, dude. I was, I was just wondering, because I, I know brewers who – tell me they easily drink six beers a day like like it's no eat no problem they'll drink at least six beers a day and i'm like fuck man i don't know i i mean i definitely don't drink every day yeah i mean i i definitely know people that do the same i don't drink that much but uh, i remember sam calajoni said that didn't he have like six or seven beers a day sam does i i thought i read that like five or six years ago and i'm like how the heck does he, he look that good i was gonna say that dude like, looks good have you seen he's in do, great shape do you uh do you have yeah. any friends in the industry who over the years you you can just see them getting fatter um not in the industry which is kind of surprising to to think about but uh, I, I certainly know people that like i grew up with that you know they went to college and you see them two years later and they oh, come yeah. up. That I mean, that's that's how how old are you, Will? 
Uh, I just turned 34. Oh, nice. Yeah, I mean, we're, I'm about to turn 33, so we're the same age. But, yeah, that's inevitable. You see people from high school, and you're just like, oh, shit. What have you been up to? <laughs> like, you're yeah, like 100 well, I mean, pounds later. Not everybody can be an MMA fighter or be a, <laughs> a, a, a brewer, you know? Well, shit, I, so, I will say this. If I didn't ha- work in the environment that I work in, I might be fat. Like in the summertime, I, I have like on my calendar written like how much time I have left before it's hot as fuck. <laughs> yeah. I got a, yeah. I got about June 25th written on there. <laughs> yeah, well, honestly, that's pretty good. It's, it's, it's sooner than that in Texas. Well, I get in the mornings and I typically can get grained out by 10 a.m. sometimes or way earlier than that. And it's still well cool into um, at 10 a.m. even in June, but then it's the fucking July and August September shit. Oh yeah, it's brutal. But you don't have any climate control in there, do you? Fuck no, dude. We I'm not kidding you when I say our brewery is falling apart. <laughs> like everything is fucking <laughs> breaking, dude. Everything is breaking. Like our yeah. our centrifuge went down. Our our uh, hot water heater went down, so I'm having to heat up water in the kettle and send it over to the hot liquor tank and then cool it down with water to get my mash temp water perfect. Um, oh, you don't have a water blender going into your mash tun? Uh, no, 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 no. I uh, I have a Dang. calculator on what the temp of the grain is versus what the temp of the water is versus what I want my mash temp to be. And it's, it's been perfect. I mean, it's, yeah, it's basically a giant home. It's a 20 barrel homebrew system. I mean, no, you, you've, I, seen I it. you've seen it. Yeah, I've yeah. seen it. Yeah. We've, we brewed on it. Well, uh, last year, well, I brewed on it and you guys sat there and drank and then went and took a nap while I finished. Hey, up. I helped mash <laughs> in. Okay. I did a little bit. Me and Manny were there and we were doing stuff. Oh man, man yeah, man, Manny just got his uh, um, certificate of he can start brewing at his new place in uh, Scranton. Oh, good for him! Yeah, it's a uh, I'm ex- I'm excited for him, man. Oh yeah, he's such a nice guy. I uh, I was a little bummed out he wasn't able to make it, but I totally get it. He's trying to start a new brewery, so that yeah. totally makes sense. He he wanted but to be hopefully there, next man. year. I'll see him. Yeah, he wanted to be there for sure. I mean, he he probably made the biggest impression on Brewers of all three years I've had the fest. <laughs> There's so many I people mean, like, "Where's Manny? We, Where's Manny?" We all got stories. He's sleeping at a stool at Lucky's. You know, <laughs> oh, one minute he's sleeping at a stool at Lucky's, the next he's got his fucking soap shoes on, grinding on a rail and knocking over that's, tables. And, and oh, that's right. <laughs> Yeah, what? he calls himself was, he calls himself Manny Bounce Back because he does he I guess he does that all the time, like he just oh, like, he, like yeah passes out and then uh, it comes back he bounces back. <laughs> yeah, I mean yeah, it lines up. It's, it's really funny when I'm out. But yeah, I'm no, he's, out. He's, he's a great dude. Yeah, no, I'm I'm the same way. Um, it, I can't bounce back like that. I, mean, so. I can bounce back the next day. Like I don't hangovers really aren't a big thing to me, except for like you just mm-hmm. gotta get over that quick hump. But um I never have any problem like drinking another beer in the morning. Yeah, yeah. I mean like yeah, like you might have a little bubbly stomach, but that's why the underbirds kind of subsides. Bro. Heck yeah, dude. Underbirds, what, what's um, up? what did you think about Frostfest? 
Oh, well, do you want my honest opinion? No, no, lie to me. Lie to me. No, I'm just okay. kidding. No, oh, <laughs> no, I mean, the, the fest was a complete disaster. Um, it was freaking miserable. Um, you know, I was flying solo. I think you were too. Well, we, um, had, to, we had some volunteers. There were volunteers? Well, no, I, I knew a guy. Oh, I don't know any guys. Well, anyway, so I was I was man in the booth by myself, and you know we tried we couldn't weigh it down, which wouldn't have mattered because the dudes next to me weighed their tent down, and the wind was so damn bad that the tent took flight and slammed down and snapped their back support rods. Snapped so, theirs or yours? Theirs. Yeah, no, it was getting scary there in in the beginning setting up, and tents were oh yeah tents were about to start flying, but we tied like seven of them in a row together with gorilla tape. Oh, nice. Yeah, that's smart. I think I saw four or five tents take flight and just snap when they hit the ground. Oof. I mean, the, the the people next to me, there was some fight fable, but I can't remember who, but um, their tent took off while I was pouring. I, I had turned around to go get another beer, and their tent took off, and their leg of their tent grabbed my table. It just flipped my whole table and everything on it. Oh, shit. And, and there was like a line of people standing there waiting to get a beer, and I had to deal with all that. That was, was a mid fest. Yeah, well, I mean, it was one of the first two hours when the wind was bad. Damn. I don't yeah, know. it was crazy. But, you know, I, we tried to stake it down, but we were in that gravel lot. Yeah. And so the guy that had the stakes, he was hammering them in. They just kept on bending because of all <laughs> yeah, the rocks. Like the rocks. So, just... Yeah, it wasn't working. So we couldn't really secure it. So I was like holding the tent with my left hand and try to pull a beer from my right hand. And it was, it was just a mess, but I'll say all that to say the actual fest was exhausting. It was kind of a disaster. Well, you were just by but yourself. Well, yeah, but like everything outside of that, the before the after everything else, I had a great time. Like I definitely am going to be going back. It was still a lot of fun. Do you think that's super worth it for your brewery to travel? Like not being in that market in Arkansas. Um, I mean, I think there's a little bit more value than GABF, but yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, cause there are people that I met that came from Texas for Frostfest. Um, but, and there's a lot of people that travel from Fayetteville to Dallas and are like, Oh, now I know false idol will come by or whatever. I don't know if that ever pans out. Um, I don't know how much value there is to it, but you know, for a festival like that, it's like, you know, they pay for the beer, they pay for the hotel. I get to go out yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. We're not lo- we're, we're not losing money on it, and it's a good time. It's it's an excuse to get away from my little corner of a brewery and just get out there and hang out with friends and 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 hang out with you and all the people that you know I don't get to see, but like basically your fest and this fest. And that's just back to back weekends. There was like fourteen breweries at Frostfest that were also at the beer fest. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and like the the freaking the Martin House guys came by. Oh, those guys are and, hilarious. Oh, yeah, they're a blast, man. They're a riot. And they, they John was so sweet. He 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 stepped in and poured for me so I could go to the bathroom. Because, you know, if I leave, oh, like yeah. nobody's at my booth. So he poured for a little bit. And um, my buddy Tristan from Greenhouse poured as well. So I, you know, I had to go to the bathroom twice. And yeah, if you... Nate from Central Standard came by. Oh, yeah, Nate, and Nate was, was helping like, people out. 
oh yeah he was like what do you need and i was like honestly dude just go give me one of your beers <laughs> and so he went and got me some italian pills i was like heck yeah thank you so much oh yeah and uh yeah yeah they're good people but yeah no i don't know i don't want to sound like i'm bitching too much like the festival was no it's it just rough, the weather dude but... i swear they have like the worst luck with weather and i feel like i have the best luck with weather and they're just back to back weekends yeah i mean yeah it, it's weird man um the 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 interesting thing I thought was that people in Fayetteville are just in for it. Like Fucking the weather 20, was horrendous. Yeah. And then everybody just showed up with rain ponchos and 2,500 people were just there getting rained on and being cold. And like in Dallas, I don't think anyone would come out. They'd be like, Oh no, it <laughs> might rain. We should, we should take cover and stay home. But in Fayetteville, they're just down for it. They just want to go out and have fun. I mean, it might just be... cool. It might be, not or, yeah, like a, I don't know. Is that a cultural thing, Fayetteville or Dallas or a city? Th- I don't know. Maybe cultural, whatever the fuck you want to call yeah, it. Yeah, I think I but, think it's definitely cultural. But I've I've always felt like if people know, like they know they can prepare for it to be cold, they don't care. Like think about tailgates. People go tailgate for football games when it's fucking negative twenty, but they That's but they true. know it's going to be cold, so they can prepare. But if they get hit with a like weather they weren't expecting, like when I went to fucking Phoenix this weekend, I did not pack for fucking freezing temps and rain. <laughs> so it was oh, all wow. fucked. It doesn't rain in uh, Arizona, but like fucking <laughs> once a year. And it was that weekend. Yeah, it was a shit show, dude. The waste management this year was a shit show. I'm sure you saw videos, right? I saw some, and I saw some headlines. Tell me about it. It sounded like it was mayhem. Oh, dude, it's well, it's mayhem every year, but this year they must have just said fuck it, and they were just letting. Well, I guess I, I have a theory on this too, though. They were just letting everyone in, not checking any tickets, which is you know could be part of the problem. But also, how many people would have came, like? just came no not having tickets and just trusted that they weren't um that they weren't checking tickets. So I think they way oversold the fest or the or the um golf tournament. Yeah, and, yeah. And then just like they said there could have been as many as like four hundred thousand people there on Saturday. What? Yeah. How? Dude, it's a golf course. It's fucking huge. That's crazy. Yeah, and and like typically there's like two hundred or three two hundred fifty or something, but like a hundred thousand extra people. That's fucking nuts. And I swear, if uh, if they wouldn't shut, they shut down alcohol sales on Saturday at one o'clock. <laughs> yeah, I saw that. <laughs> and I have a video at one thirty or two. Uh, I was by the gates, and there were still just tens of thousands of people pouring in the gate like wow and if they wouldn't have shut down alcohol sales there might have been a woodstock 99 situation on their hands i'm I'm not kidding (laughs) i mean it was already chaos but i mean it's it's just a shit show every year i wonder if they'll cancel it it's so funny that this is a golf tournament because golf is such like a gentleman's sport you know and (laughs) everything's proper and they they all got their colored shirts, and I don't golf, so I don't I don't know a ton about it. I just know what I see. 
but it seems like you know there's like a dress code on a golf course and stuff like that so it's just wild that they have this tournament that's just nuts well this is what got me into golf like three years ago my buddy was like do you want to go to a golf tournament and i was like not really and he's like well this it's this golf tournament and he showed me videos and i was like oh i'll go to that i will for sure (laughs) go to that and two years later three years later i was like fuck i need to start golfing and i did and i'm now i'm hooked yeah yeah i see you golfing all the time on instagram oh, really yeah. like real into it i love you say it. low season well, t- yeah, t- well tomorrow's the start of low season dude i'm going golfing tomorrow really? probably gonna okay. shoot uh probably break 70 tomorrow probably not okay i don't even know what that means <laughs> that's that sounds re- good that's really good okay okay <laughs> um, dude um i was so i didn't Obviously, I don't prepare these interviews or anything. I'm just riffing. But I did want to ask you about this something because I forgot about it. What was that award you won at JBF? Not JBF, but at JBF? Oh, it was, yeah, it was during JBF. It was the Alpha King. Alpha King. What, yeah, what is so that exactly? It's this, like, kind of old school. I mean, I don't, I don't want to make it sound like it's bad. It's not. But, like, it's kind of this award competition thing that's been around for I think it's 20 or 25 years they celebrated this year um, and it's put on by Yakima Chief um, and Three Floyds Brewery um, and so it's it's been going on a long time and it, it's kind of a badass competition this is the first year we actually did it um, but I've always heard about it you know for years and years, and years. but it's, um, it's kind of low key it's kind of like if you know you know kind of thing um, and you know, like that, a lot of badass breweries are there, and you know, IPA focused breweries um, are are always participating. And you know, they it's a it's one beer you enter, and you know, they cap it at I think two hundred and fifty entries or something like that. And there's only like three rules. The rules are no collabs. Uh, 60 or 70 IBU minimum. I think 60 IBU minimum. And uh, no no barley wines. Those are the only rules. And you send one beer, and you're kind of lucky if you get in, because we learned the hard way that it's it fills up like day of. Um, but we were able to get in. And uh, well, What do you and mean so by we, that? Like it's you can't enter beforehand or something? You just show up with your beer? No, no, no. Like they... They open registration one day and it fills up that day oh, and they like cap it immediately. Okay. Yeah. So like it fills up that day and once it's full, you can't get in. It's just one IPA, it's just literally one category, just one beer. Yeah. And it's, it's not, it's, I don't, it's not really hazy IPAs. It's more like West coast. Fuck yeah. Um, and so, you know, like, um, uh, I mean, they have like when we were there, they had the it, it's held at the Rock Bottom on the 16th Street Mall in Denver, which is pretty close to the convention center. But it's on Friday, kind of before the session. I, I was with you before we went to it um, at Little Machine at that country yeah. mall party, and um, yeah, so you go and you know they have past winners on tap. So like Pliny the Elder was on tap, and they had. Alpha King, obviously from Three Voids, one of their beers, and oh, is that the the name? Obviously, the name. Yeah, the, the namesake. Yeah, that, that's yeah. 
Alpha King is, um, I think it's a pale wheat, like a hoppy pale wheat. If I'm, yeah, if well, I'm remembering right. Yeah, the definition that sounds weird a, to say. Yeah, well, I was just talking about this of like, you know, it could, something could be uh, just a dry hop wheat, but if you call it an IPA, it sells more. But it's just a fucking dry <laughs> yeah. hop wheat. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. Like, what's an yeah, IPA anymore, dude? Right, right. Well, like a lot of IPAs have wheat. In it. I mean, the beer we sit have wheat in it. Um, but anyways, so um, yeah, no, we didn't win gold or anything, but we won um, basically what is fourth place, which is this new category called Jesse's Pick. Um, oh. But you know, it was rad to you know to win to be recognized in a competition this aggressive. So I was stoked. So there's um, literally only anything. four four winners of twenty or tw- or two hundred fifty. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. Yeah. So this year the the winner was Brewery X and um, I think they're in Anaheim or somewhere in Southern California. Okay. Um, but yeah, I mean like it was rad. You know, we were there and like there's all these brewery giants and you know like Vinny from Russian River was there and um, you know all the Pine House guys were there and. Pinehouse, um, very dank, very dank. Yeah, they've won it before um, at some point in the past. Um, but anyways, it's not really like the most popular competition, but it's kind of a... Uh, Is it like, ass, like, like the movie Beer Fest? <laughs> How so? Like it's super prestigious, but no one really knows about it except for the elite people? Do you, know, um, do you know what I'm talking about at all? Have you seen I, I, the movie? I, 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 yeah, I've seen the, We named a beer after that. Yeah, I've seen the movie, for sure. I've seen the movie. Um, I, it's kind of like that. I don't. I don't want to. I don't want to pump it up too much. But like, yeah, it's, it's not the most popular competition. It's not GABF, but like, if for the people that are not new in the industry, like, if you're not new in the industry, people tend to be like, oh yeah, Alpha King, like they know about it. Sure. Okay. Well, um, but no, it was cool. Yeah, yeah, sign up. Uh, well, I mean, follow them on Instagram because I think they announced when they like open registration and stuff. But yeah, get in. Um, like I said, we've only done it once and we were really fortunate to win something. But, you know, even if we didn't, it's still so much fun because, you know, it's there's probably 200 people in the room and, and, you know, it's not like a big stage, but like a dude standing on like a keg or something and announcing the winners and everybody's just hanging out drinking and having fun together dude that that is the best fucking thing even you just saying that right there gets me excited to be in this industry like just a bunch of fucking dudes sitting around drinking beer just talking beer maybe talking sports just fucking oh man that just got me excited no yeah it's rad. <laughs> it's we so should, fun we, man just drinking oh, beers yeah. with the boys is just, or and girls and girls it's fucking fun it is fun, man. And like for me, you know, I've been in the industry for a minute, you know, like yourself. How, how long um, have you been in? Uh, I got in in 2011. So, oh, nice, nice. 12, 12 years? Fuck yeah. 13 years? That's same, same. Yeah. Yeah. So, we've been in about the same. But for me, like, you know, staying in your brewery and grinding it out, you know, it's not a ton of fun. You know, there's rewarding parts about it, but doing the things outside of the brewery, like going to GABF or CBC or, you know, it makes it all worth it. Or yeah, it's, 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 it's the rewarding, the fun part of the job is getting to 
go hang out with friends and go to these parties and all these industry events and stuff like that. Like that's, that's the, that's the funnest part for me and seeing all these people, you know, cause like the longer you're in, the more people you know. And you know, thankfully I ran across you a few years ago and now we're homies. Yeah. Yeah. And so now I, now I get to see you at all these events cause you go to them too. And it, I it's, mean, it's, uh, it's, you, it's the most rewarding part. And I think people struggle to see that. Yeah. Yeah. You know, people do complain about the pay and, and, Pay might suck everywhere you fucking go, but does sucky pay at fucking Lowe's or wherever you're working come with, you know, free beer from your homies places or getting to go to these? I don't think there's a fucking GABF for accounting. No, I don't think so either. My, <laughs> wife's, an, my wife's an accountant. I'm pretty sure there's not. <laughs> yeah, there's a bunch <laughs> of the accountants don't meet up in Denver every year and just get fucked up together and talk beer and... And as crazy as it sounds, it's it's educational. It really it is. is. Yeah, like collabs. Even you know, you you get to go to another brewery and you see the way they do things. And you can you can learn some tips and tricks. And you know, there's a million ways to do all this stuff. So like, you can learn some things you can implement in your own place. You know, going to see another brewery do their thing. In your 12 years in the industry, what's like the most uh, like the most fucked up thing you've seen that like works? I guess. Or like in a collab, or or just another brewery, um, or whatever. Okay, okay, I got, I got this. I didn't fully understand how it worked. It was the most absurd glycol system I've ever seen. Um, so when I was working in Colorado, we had a glycol chiller on the roof, right? Which is not unusual. But what was unusual was the 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 header dropped down above the tanks, and. You know, it, it supplied those tanks, but after those tanks, it went to a small plate uh, plate chiller, and it cooled the glycol more because there was another pipe going to that plate chiller from directly from the glycol chiller on the roof. So it re-chilled the glycol back down, went over to a hot water heater that was in the actual tap room, and there was like this like curtain thing around it so like you couldn't see it but it was literally a repurposed hot water heater a holding tank that was insulated um for the glycol. so it, yeah so it rechilled the glycol went to that <laughs> and then from there pushed out to the tanks outside and then after that it went back to the actual chiller it was the craziest Jesus. setup i like it took me a while to comprehend exactly what was happening but it was very strange but it worked. Yeah, just said it worked incredibly to well. Wrap your head around it, like, yeah. But I mean, yeah, I mean that's exactly what I just said. Like, there's so many different ways to do all of this stuff that, like, it's fun to learn. Uh, you know, the ways that other people have set up their brewery, the, the processes that everybody else does. It's like you make this kind of beer doing that. <laughs> I wouldn't have thought that would work, but <laughs> yeah. you're pretty. Your proof that it does work because the beer is good, you know? Dude, my craziest thing, um, not that it's that crazy. I would have to really think about what the most fucked up thing is, but I couldn't wrap my head around a uh, like those cool ship Norwegian raw ales when they first started <clears throat> coming out. What do you mean? Like, do you mean like no boil raw ales? Or do you yeah. Like, uh, yeah, like, like a bike? No boil pitch at fucking 110 or, or whatever the yeast calls for and i was just like what the fuck or just the the cool ship in general it was a, just initially i obviously get it now but i was like what the fuck <laughs> 
just gonna leave this open air beer to yeah. collect shit all night. Yeah, it's everything you're trained not to do. <laughs> yeah, it, it Every, is very wild. Everything in the book, you just like, uh, fuck that. No. Yeah, I mean, I think it's kind of, it, I think it's rad and like kind of romantic that like it's this weird old tradition that's been happening so long, and somehow produces these great beers. But it, it, it's 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 very cool that it's the opposite of what we've been trained to do, right. and like. You know, it somehow still works. What uh, what's something that um is like a traditional brewing thing, like the Germans? You know, the classic brewing style, not not style beer, but classic brewing methods that you um, might question. I might question. Um, so, like, like for me, I I've been curious. I obviously am never going to try it on our scale, but the hour boil. I've wondered how little you could actually get away with and it's what still fine what how long do you boil an hour or or an hour 30 depending on the beer so either 60 or oh. 90 minutes okay so i was wondering like well could you, so you're wondering if like if you can boil less time it's fine yeah like 30 yeah um well i played around with that a little bit um with certain beer styles um i boiled you know, hazy IPAs like 30 because I get a lot of caramelization because um, I have a direct fire kettle. Um, and so it's been an attempt to lessen the color change. Um, so I've shortened the boil. You know, the malt's so modified at this point that I'm not terribly worried about DMS, even though they're Pilsner malt based beers. Um, but I mean, I've definitely been like very cautious, like making sure I'm not tasting any like cream of corn or whatever when the beer is done and I haven't run into it and I don't do it with all beers or with all hazy IPAs. Um, but I have done it with some, um, and I haven't run into any issues, but do you think you get away with like a five minute boil? I know people that have done it, <laughs> oh, but shit, I haven't I had those beers. Kidding. Oh my God. <laughs> really? I mean, dude, every, like, yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, it, it, it's, it's pretty wild. Like there's so many people doing this stuff that like literally everything has been done. You know, I was thinking about that. Has it, do you think everything has been tried and done with the 9,000 or just 10,000 American breweries plus outside, you know, the country? Do you think everything has been tried? Well, I mean, I don't think it's possible to really know because you know, there's people everywhere and there's so many people doing things under the radar, like not in the limelight that like, you know, you don't really know. For example, I was listening to Vinny Chorizo, uh, again, talking about Vinny from Western River. He was talking about making beers with uh, pomace, with apple pomace, or no, I'm sorry, grape pomace. And um, he was, he was on there. And this was, I think it was last year. He was like, oh yeah, I only know of like four or five breweries that have done it in the country. And, you know, he's talking about all this, all this experiments he's doing, using great pomace and all this stuff. And I'm in here listening. I'm like, dude, I did this shit in 2016. Oh, no, damn. 2015. But, I mean, that's kind of my it, point. What is it? Grape what? Grape pomace. What is that? So it's like, um, you know, when you make wine, okay. they, they crush the grapes. Or they de-stem them, they crush them, and then 
they take the juice and then all the skins and innards of the grapes they kind of throw out. Oh, well, that's called that's called pomace. Okay. And it's the same thing exists with like apples, right? Yeah, yeah. Like apple pomace, the skins and the the flesh that they that is left behind after they squeeze the juice out. Um, and so, like you know, when we did it, or we took a saison and put it in a wine barrel, and then oh, I put a the whole bunch awesome. of yeah. Well, yeah, we did a lot of that stuff at the at the brewery I was at in Colorado, um, um, and we we put like I want to say it was something like thirty or forty pounds of grape pomace. It was an absurd amount. Um, in the barrel with the beer and then aged it on the pomace to get like tannins and all this stuff from the, from the grape scans and whatnot. But, um, but yeah, no, I, I don't want to talk about, you know, myself that much, but like, no, that's what you're on here point, for, dude. I want to fucking hear about it, man. Well, I mean, my point <laughs> is, is that <laughs> my point is, is that like everything's been done, whether, you know, you really know it or hear about it or not. Sure. Like it's pr- it's probably been done somewhere by someone, right? You know, with as many people doing beer these days. What What's the like lowest or the shortest amount of time you've heard of people um, mash resting their mash? Shortest? Yeah. Oh, I don't know. I mean, I do fifteen minute rest and fifteen minute restart, but I mean, I guess I've heard of people doing wait, like wait, wait, 10 wait, wait. 10. So you mash in, you only rest fifteen, and then you. Research for 15? Yeah, so it gives a 30-minute rest, and then I run off. Huh. Are you resting an hour? Uh, for I mean, 45 minutes, and then I research for 10. Cody, what are you doing? I'm brewing beer, dude. What are you doing? What do you think? Or how long does your mash intake? Um, mashing ends about 30 to 40 minutes. Okay. And I've heard people say like, that's already starting your conversion right there. Well, I mean, sure. The conversion starts right away, but that doesn't mean it's done. Right. So you think think a 15 minute rest and a 15 minute research is plenty. I mean, I'm not, I'm not questioning you. I just, I, this is how I've always done it. And I know there's that phrase Mm -hmm. that people say the, the worst thing to say is, this is why we do it because that's how we've always done it. But, <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, I think a lot of us do things that way. Um, no, I mean, the the whole hour rest is like it's a bit of an old school mentality, but like it works. So it's like you know, there's no problem with it for me. I've done rest both ways, even at Valsidal, and you know, like every browse is different, but like. I've rested 15 minutes and I've researched and ran off and then I've mashed in, got distracted and ended up sitting for 45 minutes, an hour, whatever. Then I researched and my efficiency is the exact same. Yeah, so yeah, for yeah. me as a production brewer, I mean, I'm not like a production brewer, but you know what I mean? Like I brew beer commercially. Yeah. Um, like why would I waste that 30 minutes in my day by waiting more? Yeah. Dude, so, I mean, I that's might the way fucking, I see it. I might do that tomorrow. Give it a shot, man. And I mean, like I said, like everything seems to be a little bit different on different brew houses, but like, I'm I, I'm sure you'll get a uh, conversion. It'll be fine as long as you hit your temps and all that jazz and you research. Sure. And well, 
I typically need the 45 minutes to heat water. <laughs> yeah. I'm well, telling you, that's I have the, the most too, right? fucked up way of brewing. I, some days I don't even feel like I'm brewing beer. I feel like I'm like plumbing or like working in just a, well, I am working in a manufacturing plant, but like just training people. It's like, dude, don't even think about beer. Cause if you start thinking about how beer is brewed in the beginning, it, you're going to be fucked up on this system. <laughs> like it would take me so long to train someone on this system. You have no idea. Oh man, I had a guy, my first assistant, our our HLT pump, or our basically our hot side pump. Um, it went out and it was fried, totally unusable. And so we had to basically plumb it, plumb all of the hot liquor and the the knockout and everything else aside from the runoff um to a cart pump and then i had to like run hoses behind the brew house to hook up to the water blender and all this <laughs> different stuff it was a whole mess so whenever he started and this is during COVID, so it took like eight months to get a replacement pump sent from oh, china shit. it was a yeah it was a disaster so for eight months i was like i'm gonna wait to train you on the brew house i'm gonna let you keep you know, doing cellar and packaging and, you know, mashing out and all this other stuff. There's plenty of stuff to do. So I'm going to wait till we get our stuff back in line to show you how it's really done. Cause I want to train you the way that we're having to do things now and then have to retrain you later. You know, when I said that, I didn't know it was going to be eight months before the pump came, but like, yeah, it's, it's a, it, yeah, it's a mess, but you know, you make do with what you got. Right. Fuck that! Ain't that ain't that a, the brewer's way, man? That should be a fucking T-shirt. You make do it with be what you got. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, that's the name of the game, you know. Like, there's a bunch of stuff you that we make can it add. work. Yeah, you got to make it work. That's the name of the game because most man. of us don't have Cadillac brew houses, and you know, we just kind of have to figure out how to make beer on what we have. Doesn't it disappoint you? And not to be a hater, but. I know some people with some beautiful brew houses and their beer sucks. Oh, yep. I, I, I know people <laughs> like that as well. Dude, I, I don't yeah, know they're, if I've they're said up this. There pressing, go ahead, go ahead. Uh, they're up there pressing buttons on a screen. They got all these pneumatic valves and they're just like sending stuff over on a screen and like they don't have to flip a, a butterfly valve or anything the whole day yeah. and then work comes out and it's like beep boop beep boop yeah what's your excuse right dude i know this is gonna sound like an exaggeration and i can't remember if i told this story on the podcast before but there's this brewery i knew they're not in business anymore but they used to put like i said this is gonna sound like an exaggeration it's not they added two hundred pounds of dme to every 20 barrel brew for every beer yep why efficiency dude i don't i don't know he and he wouldn't let us um he was like one of those super weirdo guys who um didn't want uh anyone in his brew house because he thought they were going to steal his secrets Oh my gosh. Yeah, dude, 200 <laughs> pounds of DME in every brew. That's weird. Dude. I mean, we use DME for like our really high gravity stout, but you know, that's How it. much? Well, or is we that use a 200 secret? pounds. Do you? <laughs> I mean, yeah, I mean, like, I max out my mash ton. 
And wait, am I am I, I the crazy one? Is this normal? No, 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 no. This is only for like my really like my 35, 36 Plato stouts or whatever. You're gonna have to convince like, that to me. I don't do Plato. Um, I don't know. Um, multiply it by four and then put a decimal on it or whatever. Oh, I don't 20. know. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's like it's a really big beer. Like it's a finishing like twelve Play-Doh, thirteen Play-Doh stout. Like it's a big stout, like fourteen percent or fifteen percent or whatever. No, I'm talking. Anyways. This is on like wheat beers. No, yeah, no, yeah. That's the only. That's the only beers we put DME in, and that's just because we we can't get aside from like sitting there all night and boiling it down. Like that's the only way we can get the gravity that high. But um, you know, for everything else. Literally everything else, we're not adding DME. We're sure. doing the what, grain. We just don't have do an oversized mash on or anything. What do you think about those crazy ass like thirty six hour boil or twenty four hour boil or whatever? Um, I personally don't think it's worth it. Yeah, it's like you would uh, rather just toss in some. I mean, I don't. I don't think that. Like, yeah, there's there's a a massive viscosity to those beers. And like my personal opinion is that like those kind of things have gotten a little bit out of hand, um, in the past, whatever, five or six years with like the 40, 45 Play-Doh stouts and stuff. Um, I guess out of hand is a relative thing, but like, it's not something right. that I want to make personally. Well, I think it's um, just like some of the other styles of beer, like, you know, there's breweries that did it very well. And then so people, sure. people think it's a trend. And then, you know, these breweries that don't exactly know what they're doing, they're like, oh, we did a 36-hour boil. It's like, well, is it like, did that pay off for you? Because that doesn't taste good. Yeah. I mean, I think that, like, with some brew styles, you know, with, like, Maillard reactions and know boiling and, and, and stuff like that like there's some benefit to be had but like i feel like you can achieve mouthfeel like that um, like that and with thick, other ways the thickness yeah yeah yeah, like yeah. Much too much like is four hours pretty much the same as 12 or 24 like i, I don't know i don't know either man um i've never personally boiled anything more than three or four hours um at this point unless it's like I'm trying to be like really intentional with something. Like I'm not gonna. I, I usually boil one to two hours on the stouts. Sure. Um, I'll head it with a little bit of like malto, and um, you know the the beers come out, and you know I put them in barrels, and um, you know the higher finishing gravity beers come out with a, a nice bit of viscosity, but. I don't know. I'm not trying to make syrup. I'm not trying to make really viscous beers. Like yeah, I know that like. I, mean, I think that that kind of trend has passed a little bit. Um, it's definitely, I don't think, as prevalent or as much of a thing as it was. But, um, you know, I, I'm able to get enough body out of my beers after sitting in a barrel for 18 months um, that, or you know, why would I spend an extra six hours at the brewery when I was making it to have a few higher Play-Doh starting gravity? Right. I don't know. I've had some people I don't know. tell that's me. me and I'm, Go ahead. I was going to say, that's just me. And like, I'm a little bit jaded, I think. And <laughs> You're right. I, uh, I don't know. I don't, I don't think it's worth it, but also I'm not trying to do the crazy excessively viscous styles either. 
but somebody... you know, I mean, there's a fine line. I don't want, I don't want to make you know, like barely porter, you know. <laughs> <laughs> but Dude, you that know, would I, be like the lowest selling beer ever, a barrel aged porter. Yeah, well, I mean, it, the, that used to be a thing, right? Well, uh, I, I can't it? remember who was Jamie from. I think it was Jamie from Social Project. He was telling me he went to Pastry Town. Um, is that other house? Oh yeah, yeah, other house does that. And he loved those thick stouts, but he was like, even that shit, that shit was just too much. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I've never been to that, but. Well, I think it's just um, a yeah, celebration I mean, of thick, thick fucking stouts, right? Yeah, like I mean pastry stouts, stouts there, right? Yeah. yeah, sweet and thick. But like, I've had some of the. Um, I don't. I don't want to name drop because you know this podcast ends up being a huge podcast. It's going and, to, dude. Go and, on. In a year, I don't want to name drop if those guys are listening. What but is, I've had what some does it rhyme with? with? What, what, it, the, the, what, it, what does what? the brewery's name rhyme with? And then they can just guess. Um, <laughs> it rhymes with Feldworks. Oh, yeah, I yeah, I think I know those guys. It's not, it's not uh, Oscar though. It's it's the the Colorado cousins. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, <laughs> it's Weldworks. Okay, yeah, fine. Yeah, it's yeah. Weldworks. No, they do. I've they do some, some good. They do some great. Um, it, what is their thing? Media Noche. Media Noche, yeah. I like, I've had, like, I like the, that. The regular Media Noche is bonkers good. It's incredible. But um, I've been able to have some of their, like, special ones that were just, like, it, absurdly thick. Like, it poured, like, syrup. Like, it didn't look very liquidy. And, like, you tasted it, and it was, it was, just, it was way too much for me. My right. personal preference, at least. Well, that and might... so, like, yeah. That might be one of those things too of like they tried and I've even heard some breweries over the years say, you know, we had this killer beer. So we just went all in with some other shit like and added to it and it was it was a failure and they admit it was a failure but they thought the hype of the original could just like sell the sell the rest. Yeah. Like, you know I mean, I mean, guess like, I could see that. Like if they did yeah. a media noche and then they did like a strawberry cheesecake media noche that maybe sucked or whatever it was but they're like eh, yeah we just won't do that again but it sold out yeah i mean yeah they, i don't think that that brewery has any trouble selling beer like they, they make killer stuff and they have a following for it and it's well deserved i still thought um, that but, was crazy their booth at gabf still had a crazy ass line it's crazy <laughs> like, that there's lines. Yeah, that there's still lines. Dude, they're they, there. They still exist. They're, the fucking <laughs> Weldworks is there. You're right on the they fucking were, street. They were putting like boba in their taster glasses. It was like a boba uh, goza or something crazy. Oh, man, that's wild. I guess I just I don't quite understand um, the hype of... They're hi- I know they're like very hype and they're very good beer, but... I've always known them as just like super chill guys and I they're pretty readily available. So I've never been like or I've never got the grasp of like, oh, they're a super hype brewery. But but they are very Yeah. I mean like yeah, I mean same same scenario for me. Like I've ran across those guys a handful of times and they've always been super chill and super awesome. Um, but I mean I, I, I can't knock breweries like that at all because they do do absurd things like yeah, what did they do? That uh, nacho taco, or, Dude, um, killed it. The, the ta- taco goza, that shit tasted yeah. exactly like a taco. 
I was very impressed. Oh, you had it? Oh, yeah. yeah. Dude, I mean, they, they, they nailed it. Some, they nailed they've done it. Some, they've done absurd stuff, but they've done regular-ass beer that's also really badass. And I can oh, get yeah. behind breweries like that, that, it, that they can do real beer and they can do ridiculous beer. Well, even so, ju- like, juicy bits. I'm all for it. Perfect, perfect yeah. fucking beer. Yeah, it's fantastic. Yeah, oh, I don't yeah. think anyone's ever going to hate on that beer. Like, it's a great beer. Every time I the taco goes, it gets brought up. I have to ask people a question because there was this brewer, um, my homie in town. He he's super big on Untapped. Like he he really gets into it, and I don't yeah. think he should. It's bad for his mental health. But anyways, hey, yeah, bad for all of ours. <laughs> anyways, he uh, so he confronted this this craft beer nerd in town because he gave this craft beer nerd gave their like west coast ipa a two caps or whatever um yeah but he gave the taco goza like a five and he was like well what basically was like confronting on why he gave it a five and his reasoning was because of the experience of the beer I didn't know what to expect from a taco goza and it was everything and more I thought it was. So I gave it a five and I was like, that's kind of valid. I mean, you're rating it off your experience, right? Yeah. Yeah. Like you might like, I mean, yeah, the the rating thing is real weird. I mean, that's one thing that I did like about the, um, what was a beer advocate is that they had, they would have the, the general populace rating. And then they would have like a to style rating because those are not always okay, the same yeah, thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. So like as an IPA, yeah, it's a good IPA, but I didn't like it. But yeah, like, you know, the, like the, it, it's, it's your good experience. To, to see the two. Like what was your experience? Like it's almost like are you rating it a two out of five or a five out of five because it tasted two out of five or it tasted five out of five or your experience with that beer? Right, right. Like I enjoy yeah, the it, fuck out of trying this Taco Goza. Like five caps doesn't mean I would drink a twelve pack of Taco Goza. Right. I mean, yeah, it's weird, man. It's weird. I mean, like that's like what like judging in general is. You know, it's it's, it's just this weird kind of game. Speaking of judging, are you wearing those red overalls tomorrow? Oh, dude, that those are um, Ned's pair. I I have a pair. Oh, you already got. I, I only. How, wear, how many pairs do you guys have? Uh, we have four total. So four. I don't. How many? I don't. How many wear, medals do you guys have? Um, f- five. Okay, so you guys use a lot of Ironman then. Uh, yeah. Well, just on the beers that we've won on. <laughs> it's it actually kind of wild. Like it is kind of crazy that the only beers we've won on we have used Ironman. <laughs> I mean, it's great mall. <laughs> it really is, um, but no, I don't. I don't wear those things. It's only to like sometimes um, festivals, just to you know hit a small flex. Yeah, yeah. I, mean, I, I see people with those things, like the Blind Tigers guy. Probably have like John probably has like fifteen Bro, pairs. Uh, more than that. I I really? asked him one time. I go, <laughs> I go, what? How many pairs do you have? He goes. I got one for every size I've been throughout brewing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not kidding. He probably has 
he's I mean, got, he has he's like thirty like, something. Yeah, he's got to have like thirty pair, and he's and they typically only give they only give one pair per medal. So, yeah. but I think he's he might be. Uh, well, he listens to this podcast. He'll let me know. I think he's uh, into the wireman stuff so much, like into the game. They might give him two pairs per medal. Like I remember, he had, I don't know if he was wearing the hat at the fest, but he had that like, you know, those like director hats or whatever they're called. Oh yeah, I don't yeah, even yeah. know what they're called. Um, I know what you're talking about. But yeah. he has a wireman one, and I, I mean, it obviously wasn't custom made for him, but he, he's able to just hit up his ref and be like, "Hey, I need that hat." They're like, "Yep, right away." <laughs> <laughs> That's badass. Um, yeah, John, John's awesome. I, I got to chat with him a little bit more this year. He's such a nice guy and so knowledgeable. Oh well, I think he's at the point of his career um, where he, you know, he likes doing stuff like that and chatting with you guys and things like that, and um, you know, getting out there more and more. He he goes to the Great Taste of the Midwest every year too. Oh, that's the one in Madison. Yeah, I need to, I need to get up there. I've only I've heard, heard that festival is. Things. I've heard it's massive. Yeah, we well, just I mean, it looks we just. That way. Yeah, we just brewed a beer with a brewery from, uh, I don't know, they're 30 minutes outside of Madison, and he was telling me all about it. And um, it sounds awesome. Yeah. I really want to go. How, it's like, oh, my God. How did you meet up with a brewery out of Madison? Uh, well, it was a fluke. Um, it was we a went fluke? to Fobab. Yeah, kind of. We went to Fobab, which is like the Festival of Barrel Aged Beer in Chicago. Yeah, you won there, too. Oh, Jesus, dude. <clears throat> Yeah, we got lucky there, man. That was fun. Got lucky. But, um, so we, <laughs> we we were up there in Chicago, and you know we're real jazzed to be there, and you know hanging out in the the festival hall because they got a Friday night and a Saturday afternoon session. But Friday night, I'm there. It's it's in this arena, like it's a college sports arena, and the festival is on the floor of the arena, so you're just surrounded by seats. And you're just walking around the floor. They've got a few aisles and all these different barrels beers. And so I'm hanging out there, and this guy just randomly goes, hey, where's your beer at? And I was like, oh, well, we're over there. And he's like, oh, well, I have this 20-month brandy barrel-aged Belgian triple with blood orange and amberana wood. Jeez. It's down at the end of the aisle. And I was like, that sounds crazy. I want to go try it. And long story short, we ended up hanging out with him all weekend. Uh, the brewery is called G5, um, and the nicest guys. They're so awesome. And um, they ended up coming down and brewing. Uh, we, uh, we're actually packaging it next week, uh, Rye Pilsner. And, um, Ooh, that sounds yeah. tasty. Yeah, man, I'm pretty jealous about it. We, it. we haven't used Rye at False Idol until this. Okay. So I'm, I'm excited for it. But um, anyways... Really, really nice guys, and he came down, and we got to hang out a lot, and um, <clears throat> we ended up hanging out like all weekend at Fobab um, with those guys because you know we were we were very out of our element all the way up in Chicago. We didn't know a ton of people up there. We didn't know hardly anyone. Yeah, but you but mean kind anyone of, at a beer fest, or most most of the time. Yeah, I mean, yeah, we're all ever all brewers are cool, um, but we kind of like, hit it off with those guys. Are cool. Most yeah, brewers, yeah. not all. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. But uh, but those guys are cool, and we hung out with them all weekend. And anyways, uh, he was telling me all about it when he came down, and the the what is it called? The Great West Festival uh, of the, great, of the great Midwest. Great taste or? of the Midwest. That's right. Yeah, 
he was telling me all about it. I wasn't really aware of it. Um, but yeah, it sounds really cool. Well, I mean, it's probably a little better than Frostfest. It's bigger than Frostfest, from what I hear. <laughs> yeah, it's way what do you say, like, bigger. It's like 8,000 people or something I've seen. Yeah. It's dude, huge. I might have to get in on that. Let's just do yeah, a co-booth. Let's just do a false idol Wichita Brewing booth. Dude, I'm in. Tell, or, that sounds great. Or, or let's just go set up a booth there. Like, Yeah, don't oh, ask. Yeah, just show we, up. Uh, where's our invitation? <laughs> we show up with a, a tent in tow and a cooler. A and like, tent and shit. 8,000 people. That'd probably be like six half barrels. Golly. No, that's too much. Like four That's probably barrels? too much. Yeah. At least, yeah, that should be that more than enough, probably. Yeah, we can do that, right? Yeah, four half barrels. Yeah, two, two each, two false silos. Oh two yeah, each yeah, 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 yeah. Fuck, just two each. Yeah, we golden, <laughs> dude. Let's go set up. <laughs> I'm down. I bet you can get some fishing done up there. Did you? Uh, Heck yeah. Did you? Um, I think Andy was telling me you caught like a dope fish or something. Yeah. Well, I went. Well, Andy rode up with me. Um, for first to Fayetteville because we brewed with my buddy Travis at Greenhouse on um, uh, Thursday of Frostfest weekend. And, you know, when we rolled in, or sorry, we brewed on Friday, but we drove up Thursday. When we rolled in, we went fishing and we all struck out and we didn't get a single bite. But um, I went with Matt from Celestial and Tristan from Greenhouse. And you know, he Tristan lives up there, so he took us to his little hunting hole out in the middle of nowhere in Bentonville. And um, yeah, we got on some fish, man. Um, I think I got three smallmouths, and he said a little longer than us, but he got like nine. Um, so we got on some fish finally. Uh, it was a it was a good time. But yeah, yeah if we go up to fish, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude. I love fishing terms. <laughs> oh, dude, it was fun. Yeah. I mean, it's like me talking about golf. Like I know, like that people do it, and I know a little bit about it, but not much at all. I don't, I don't do it. That's probably pretty <laughs> I mean, similar comparisons, honestly. Like, it, yeah, like fit, like not everyone fishes, or I mean, I personally don't get it. My saying has always been: the worst day brewing is better than the best day fishing. I know, which I don't agree with at all. But <laughs> would you you're, say? You're, would you say you're uh, <laughs> top ten uh, brewer fisherman in the country? No, 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 no. <laughs> Why not, dude? No, not even close, dude. I mean, I don't know a lot of these people, but I know that like dude. Jake at Heirloom in Tulsa, he's a big fly fisherman and he catches crazy fish. And I know he's plugged into the fly fishing circuit, which is like I think he's got some buddies like Oxbow and Maine and. Um, I think the Holy Mountain guys, I think he knows them. Um, anyways, the fly fishing community is kind of its own little niche within fishing, and he's plugged into that. I just, I just do regular fishing. I don't do any fly fishing. Do you know but how? I, I don't, I don't catch the kind of fish that he catches. He catches massive fish. It's crazy. Damn, so you're not even top 10, bro. No, I'm way, way below that. But I still <laughs> have fun doing it. That's all that really counts. There should be a fucking brewer Brewers fishing tournament. Yeah, where, that's where, a great idea. Where would, where? What's the best fishing in the country? Well, I mean, it depends on what you're fishing for. I um, mean, for bass, I think that there's some lakes in Texas that are some of the best. But if it's like trout, like 
there's parts of Northwest Arkansas that are like really big trout fishing, but like Montana and stuff, I think are like the what's, kind of big hubs for trout fishing. What's the closest to your, how close is the closest like lake to your house or brewery that would be like a good oh, fishing place? Um, I go fishing at, um, there's a nature reservoir or a nature res- refuge um, outside of Lake Worth, which is on the west side of Fort Worth, which is probably like a 20-minute drive from my house. It's not far at all. What I'm getting they, at is you should have a – you guys should throw a beer fest at False Idol, but you only invite breweries that are fishing people, <laughs> and you have a fishing tournament on Friday. That's not a bad idea. I That'd mean, you cool. could get people in from fucking everywhere. Well, do you know about what me and Colby do at Seven Tough, right? Oh, yeah, dude. He fucking told me. Um, oh, dude, I forgot to mention this to you because I was losing my fucking mind when he was telling me this story. He said you went out <laughs> fishing and uh, <laughs> you're out there sitting in your waders and you go, oh, there's alligators over there. And he goes, oh, don't worry. They won't fuck with you. <laughs> and he said you had like the shittiest look on your face like, uh, what oh, do you yeah. mean they was, won't fuck with me? Oh, yeah, dude, it's Louisiana. So, like, what we did was, and we're doing it again this spring, I think. I need to hit him up about when we're going to do it. But um, uh, I go down, uh, like, last the, uh, last year I went down on, like, a Thursday, and I met up with Colby at the brewery, and we drove out to this lake, and we went wade fishing. So we just put waders on, and we just trudged through swamp. Oh. And just just start casting and Dude. like fishing, and then like the following day we had a fish fry, and um, during the brew day and it was a blast. It was so much fun. I didn't catch anything. I got <laughs> really unlucky, um, but it was still a lot of fun. Didn't you like but, fall in a hole and your waders got like flooded? I did. Yeah. <laughs> um, Colby's like we walked by the giant beaver dam, and he's like, "Be careful." There's a beaver hole, and I walked through, and I stepped in, in like, we're already up, like, above my belly button, like, below my nipples, which is about where the waders are, and I stepped into this beaver hole, and just right below, and it just fills my waders with water, and this is, like, an hour in, and we were out there for, like, four hours, so. You can't, there ain't anything you can do about that, right? Yeah, I just had soggy feet the rest of the time. Jeez. It was a it was a mess, but we had a good time. But uh, I'm just picturing yeah, no, like the a- alligator shit. You, know, you just seeing one like across the way, and Colby just being like, "Oh, they're fine. They won't mess with you if you don't mess with them." And then just one jumps underwater, and you're like, uh, "What the fuck, Colby? Let's get the fuck out of here." <laughs> yeah, no, I mean yeah, the alligator the alligator thing is terrifying to me. He was all. I've lived here my whole life and I've never heard of an alligator attack. And that made me feel a little bit better because, you know, it's like Gar, you know, yeah, slightly, but like Gar have teeth and like, they don't mess with people at all ever. Um, so I I just tried to think of it that way. But like, I remember walking through like a, a knee deep area and, you know, I'm lucky I didn't see any cotton mouth or anything. But because it was like textbook, like there should be snakes and a whole bunch of dangerous yeah, shit right fucking here. Fucking hillbilly Louisiana. Yeah, yeah. But like, I remember stepping and walking, and I thought I, I, you know, you can't really see into the water, so you're just kind of blindly walking. 
and I remember hitting a stump, and I stepped over it, and then I was like, wait, was that a stump? And I reached back to make sure it was a stump, and it wasn't there. Oh, my like, God. What if like, you stepped on a fucking alligator's head? I don't know, yeah, dude. That was, yeah, that was very unnerving. Oh but, you know, Colby's just out there fishing. Like, it's all good. And I'm like, okay, he's the local. Like, if he's not worried, I should probably not be worried. But I was, I was kind of sweating all day. Like, true, worried. though. If he's not worried, you shouldn't be worried is not a good thing to go by. Well, he does it, though. <laughs> he goes there all the time. I know, but holy shit, you kiss my ass if I see an alligator. I am not getting anywhere near that water. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I've done it now once, and I've, well, I, I'll say I feel the same way, but <laughs> I'm still, I'm still gonna go in the spring and just. How crazy is that though? That some people <laughs> just do that, and like they're just comfortable with alligators and snakes and the swamp. I do want to go do some swamp shit, but I, I don't know about like wade through the swamp and fish. Yeah, yeah. I mean, alligators are terrifying. You know, Colby told are. me the story. I've told this story a bunch, but it's a good story. Um, so, you know, alligator hunting is very regulated, but Colby got a tag one year. And so he got a tag for it. And so he, I guess the way that they do alligator hunting is they, like, basically they, they do jugging, like you do for, like, catfish or whatever. So you put out a bait with, like, a jug, and then you come back and you check the jugs and you see if there's anything on the line. Well, so they're driving around the boat. They go up to the jugs. They pull up, and there's an alligator on watch. They pull it up, and the way they kill it is they shoot it with a twenty-two. Oh yeah, I right? used to watch this... the show. Oh yeah, yeah. So shoot him, Jacob. Shot... Shoot him. Yeah. So he shoots <laughs> him in the head, and they're like, "Sweet, we got a gator!" You know, they pull it onto the boat. They they they're like holding it. They take pictures with it, and then they're you know they do all their stuff, and then they're driving back, and the fucking gator wakes up. And they didn't kill it. They just knocked it out. And it, it wakes oh. up in the boat and starts doing the death roll in the boat. And they're freaking out, screaming. I think they ended up, like, tossing it out of the boat. But well, can I you think imagine? They in the show, they would tape its mouth. Oh, really? Yeah, they just in case okay. something, whatever the fuck, you know, they just taped the yeah. mouth shut right away. I mean, maybe they did that. I don't know. I wasn't there. He Dude, was that the story. show was crazy, and I'm sure they were doing the exact same thing. But that yep, show probably was crazy. So. They just go out there in the fucking heat, and they get like a limit. And oh man, all day out in the swamp hunting gators. It's crazy, crazy stuff. I uh, I can't imagine doing that. But yeah, Colby's a big outdoorsman, so he's hunted a lot of different stuff, including gators, which is. That's definitely Man. pretty low on my list. <laughs> pretty yeah. wild. Well, I mean, are but, they try, why are they hunting them? Are they trying to like, ra- like, get rid of all of them? Because there's no uh, fucking well, way, I mean, right? No, no. I mean, it, it's regulated. Like, you have to get tags from the wildlife uh, organization or what the heck, whatever the heck they're called. Um, and so they regulate them to kind of like regulate population and stuff, just like they do with deer and stuff like that. Um. But, yeah, I mean, I guess there's some meat you can eat um, on the gator. Like, I think you said the tail and the jowls or oh, something like yeah, that. Oh, yeah, gator tail. I mean, there, there's a bunch you can eat with alligator. Yeah, yeah. But, um, but yeah, I don't know. I've never done it. 
I live in Texas, so I mean, we have gators <laughs> where I go kayak fishing, but I've never seen them. So I know they're around, but Damn, I don't I think there's any hunts of them, them here. Just what a crazy animal, a gator. Do you know the difference between a crocodile and an alligator? Um, I don't. So let me tell I you. I want to say that like well, no, I know. crocodiles I'll, are saltwater, but. No, I'll tell you. Okay, tell me. So the difference between an alligator and a crocodile is one you'll see later and one you'll see after a while. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. That's pretty um, good. But on that note, I do got to see you later, alligator. Uh, okay. Dude. Yeah, that's a, that's a bad dad joke. But I'll <laughs> dude, Will, I appreciate your time. We're well over an hour. That was, that was fucking okay. fun, dude. Um, dude, it's so good to hear your voice and then catch up, man. Yeah, dude, always, always, dude. I'll see you. When will I fucking see you next? Uh, Probably Vegas, oh, you go- right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're going to Vegas for sure? Yeah, dude. I'm flying solo again, so let's oh, hang out. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. I'm hoping pretty soon they'll start announcing... Um, um some like parties and stuff i mean it's really not that far away yeah it's like two months <sighs> dude where does the well, time the, go dude the odd news guys are going out too and you oh, will be there shit yeah we're so definitely get ready to get get ready to get rowdy because andy's going so it's gonna be it'll be a good time have you already booked your hotel and stuff i've not dude book um, it at, i did tell book it at the I told flamingo Dom that you you told me Flamingo, and I told Dom that, and he was like, oh, no, you can't stay there. Like, my friends stayed there, and everybody got robbed. Oh, shut up. Hey, no, Dom, <laughs> I've, I've stayed at the Flamingo a thousand times. It's perfect. Okay, okay. I've never been to Vegas, but I definitely don't want to stay in, like, an Airbnb in the city. Like, I want to be on the Strip so I can just go home right there. Yep, yep, yep. So yeah, I've um, never done Vegas, so I'm excited to see it all. Oh well, then we'll do it up twice as good for you. Heck yeah, dude! You'll show me the spots. Yes, sir, dude. I I seriously appreciate your time. I uh, congrats on being the, my first episode of my new podcast. Um, so my new <laughs> podcast, or not new podcast, but I'm gonna call it, and I'll send you a picture of the leg, uh, um, the shirt and stuff too. But it's gonna be called Less Hate, More Logger. Okay. Do you like that name? I like it. I just sent you a picture yeah. of the shirts. And I got a logo okay, done and everything. Do you like that? Let me see here. Oh, uh, yeah, I do. Yeah, it's simple. Yeah, it's sharp. It's simple, I like it. It's little sharp. And hopefully I can get some of these fucking, like, more and more, like, le- I mean, less big time than you as a guest, but there's still some pretty high profile guests. Ooh, nice. Well, that's that's a, that the name of the new podcast is a classic Codyism, right? So it makes total sense, right? That's perfect so for you. It's gonna be it's gonna be a good transition, but I still I need to incorporate the masturbators name in something, or maybe I'll just call my <laughs> followers the masturbators. I don't I don't fucking know. <laughs> fucking corporate. the masturbators, yeah. <laughs> Cor- fucking corporate America got me. That's uh, ridiculous. But, That's yeah, funny though. But at least I'll get some sponsors and shit soon. So, but, yeah, uh, you need to start paying some bills or something. Right. I gotta catch up on my light bill, bro. Like, all I got to light this house is this Miller High Life neon. Can't afford light bulbs. <laughs> <laughs> you make do, right? 
Right, right, right. Yeah, we make do. That's yeah. what we do as brewers, bro. We make yeah, do. Yeah, make do. Uh, All right, man. Hey, well, it was cool, so good dude. to talk to you. Dude, have a good rest of your week and good luck on everything. And I'm going to let you know how this 30-minute rest goes tomorrow. Okay, yeah, please talk to me. Let me know. Will do, brother. Dude, have a good one and thank you. All right, love you, brother. Take All care. Right. Love you too, bro. Peace. All right, bye. All right, masturbators. Um, yes, less hate, more lager is going to be the new name of the podcast. Obviously, to get some sponsors and pay for this shit, and and you know to keep doing fun shit and things like that. I guess I got to play the fucking uh, game of. I don't even know what the hell you call it. Am I wait? Am I a sellout? Does this make me a sellout? I don't know. We'll we'll see how it goes. But I love the new name, and I'm gonna post the new. Um, Logo up and shirts for sale, and I hope you guys buy one, and I fucking love you guys. Peace.